Well, hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, right around this wonderful nation of ours to five topics of life with Richie and Sparty. It's grand final week. It's grand final week in the AFL and the NRL. Of course, the AFL, it's going to be a cracking game. The Crows take on, of course, the Tigers, the Richmond Tigers, the sentimental favourites, the Tigers. There'll be 100,000 plus at the MCG, having been to a few grand finals at the G. There is no sporting experience in Australia like it. And on Sunday at ANZ Stadium, a stadium I do love, the Storm will take on the Cowboys and the NRL are giving away tickets to get people there into the seats. Very much a different uh, codes and the way they're going around their grand finals. As I say, a very good afternoon, a very warm welcome to my co-host, Sparty. How are you, great man? I'm going well, Richie. How are you? What a week. Can you feel it? Can you feel it in the air? It's getting warmer, the sun's shining, the trees are blooming, and it's grand final week. It doesn't get any better than this, mate. Oh, mate, it's been outstanding. I've loved the week, obviously. Uh, the, the Cowboys are the... Who would have thought, considering that there's so much hatred towards Queensland in New South Wales during State of Origin, but when they made the grand final against the Melbourne Storm, every single person to a man in New South Wales becomes a Cowboy supporter. I was one of those. I was lucky enough to get um, invited out to the game on Saturday night, sitting amongst the Roosters' gentry, and I was just silently going for the Cowboys and they deserve to win and the Cinderella story rolls on. This could be, could be huge. Yeah, tell you what, I was starting to think after listening to a few of our podcasts back and I'm saying, are we not exciting enough? We're a little bit boring. And then I thought to myself this week, if they're going to put the Brownlow and the Deli M's on TV, hey, please, ladies and gentlemen, there's a spot there for five topics of life. (laughs) (laughs) The new reality show. Imagine just cameras around your joint. Or my joint. Good Lord. I will say one thing. Uh, and, and it's not having to go at the, the host or any other, but awards nights, unless you're getting an award, they are the most boringest things in the world. Mate, you even hate going to kids' awards night unless your kid's one of the stars. Yeah, you're exactly right. And thank goodness the schools have got that right this year or recently. You only get a VIP. What? Well, you only- well that my daughter was a star being the uh, sportswoman of the year. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that one. But you only get invited now if, the, if your kid's getting an award. So you don't have to sit through there and hope and then be hopelessly disappointed. At least you know. And you've got to listen to the bloody principal talk for, you know, two and a half hours about fiscal development of the school and how everybody's doing the right thing. Meanwhile, your fees go up. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But Now, listen, mm. I thought I'd start with being a grand final week. Um, the grand final entertainment, uh, the AFL and the NRL, is it the killers of the AFL? I saw them on social media. We should tag them in. Yeah. 4.6 million followers. Yep. And then in Sydney, we've got Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, of course. Mm. But on top of that, I know you don't want to talk about it. Mm. I don't. I, I know he's our former prime minister, but don't you just wish Tony Abbott to go away? I wish all of them would go away. It's a sporting event, and I heard this. Oh, okay, I will talk about it. You know what they're talking about? Abbott's come out and said, "Let's not politicise a sporting event." Best I can see, whenever if you're a politician and you're talking about a sporting event, you're politicising it. Drop off. People just want to watch the footy. If nobody had said a word about this, he would have sung his song. Nobody would have given a toss, and we all would have just moved on. And and again, save some. Just, just do, do your job. Do use your use your power for something positive instead of something that doesn't mean anything. Just get it over. Mate, with. If you go back through, I can only speak from New South Wales premiers. I'm not sure what's happened in other states and that, but we had Bob Carr as a premier in New South Wales. He loved sport as bad as much as I'd love down to sit down to you know to a buffet of salad, yeah. and he he he'd go to the 
NRL grand final or to the state of origin, but he, he'd asked for two, he'd asked for three seats, and he'd plonk, he'd take the boss of the Conservatory of Music on one side, he'd take the, boat, the another bloke from the museum, and they'd plonk on each side, he'd sit in the middle, so he didn't have to talk sport to anyone. And they were the three most boringest people at the game who gave nothing, didn't care about the sport. I'd rather politicians not go. I don't want Tony Abbott there. Just let Macklemore, who he, look, I, I'm not a fan of his song because I don't. I, I'm not a in that age group. As I said last week, when Alan Jones was criticising, I don't think a 76 year old gentleman is their target market. I'm in my late 40s. I don't well, early 40s. They don't, I was thinking of my wife. Well, she's not even in the 40s anymore. She gone past there. But we're not their target market, Sparty. No, of course no, not. And that's where like, blokes like Tony Abbott. Mate, unfortunately, whether you like it or not, Tony, no one cares anymore. All you're doing is making a fool of yourself. Let everyone just go and enjoy the fo- the football, enjoy Macklemore, and we move on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, can, can, can we move on to his offsider, Ryan Lewis? Um, let's face it, we're, we're all massive fans of him. When they said Macklemore's coming out, the first thing anybody ever said is, um, is Ryan coming with him. Have you ever heard of Ryan Lewis? Well, I was watching a show one night. I'm pretty sure it was one of the late night shows uh, on American TV. Or Johnny, Johnny uh, Carson show. It might have been. Uh, and and what they did was he went to Central Park in New York, and he was asking people, "Do they like Macklemore? Yes, and all that." And then they'd say, "Oh, do you like his offsided uh, Ryan Lewis?" And they'd say, "Oh, he's all right." Or "Yeah, he's cool." And then they'd say, "Oh, do you know what he looks like?" No. He says, "Oh, thanks very much." And a lot of them would walk away. Then they'd say. Uh, that was him that just asked you. Uh, he's a superstar, Ryan Lewis, but unfortunately, it's I'm not being disrespectful. It's it's half in the relation as you were just saying off air to yeah, me. Yeah, I know, I know when, how he feels. If we and I walk down the street, yeah. oh, you like Richie and Sparty, Ed? You know Richie, right. yeah, you know Sparty. Right. Uh, no, 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 I know how he feels, and I'm happy with that. And I'm quite... I know his brothers. Yeah, yes, but you know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, his brother, they're very, very talented. <laughs> he's got nothing. Anyway, while we're on Grand Final Entertainment, I've had a bit of an epiphany, Rich, and that's a big word, and it's an idea is that I want to put out the people out on Twitter, and I welcome your feedback on this. Can, I always forget the addresses. What are we? Five Topics of Life and Sparty. Five Topics, number five. Five Topics of Life or at Sparty Talkback or at Richie PLZ. That's it. I've come up with an idea for next year's grand final entertainment, and it's not going to cost much. I know I'll, only, I'll probably accept a grand for it. So if I'm accepting a grand for it, you'll probably accept three. What it is is two big cannons, if you could imagine, on halfway – right? One facing north, one facing south. You and I get loaded into one of them each and we just get fired out of the mongrels straight over the black dot. The first bloke who's over wins the prize. What do you reckon, Rich? I reckon I'd beat you. Mate, I'm I, a bit I think, more I think it's a great idea and we'd obviously have all precautions taken. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Safety precautions. Yeah. But, mate, I'm not being disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, and now that I, I, I'm in discussion, uh, I was just going to say they won't have a cannon that could shoot me that far with my no, weight. But now that I'm in discussions with Mad Dog McDougal and the the man shake, oh, you on that, are you? Uh, ah. Not yet, not yet. We're we're discussing uh, we're discussing how we move forward, uh, and when when I think it's appropriate that I give up my Chinese, yeah. uh, my hamburgers, and my kebabs yeah. and, and all yeah. that. So we're just in discussions about that. But uh, my brother Matthew's helping with well, that. I reckon, uh, um, I reckon I'd win because I'm a bit. I, I, I can. I, I hold currently still hold the water slide record at uh, West Ride Pools. Uh, the speed because oh. I, I know how to make myself very stiff. Oh, listen, let me tell you, there's a water park out that's struggling for people that went wild out in the west of Sydney. Last year, or 18, or what have been two years ago now, I was out there and I hold the record uh, 9.4. No one's ever broken 10 seconds on the speed slides. 
I got a running I start. I was the last. I was last to go yeah. in. Bang, yeah. and I was. I everyone comes down, and it's usually about a fifteen meter gap from where you finish, or twenty meter gap from where the end of the pool mm. is. I went out the end of the yeah. pool. Did, how good is it when you get to the end? And it doesn't matter what you're wearing, whether it's speedos or, or board shorts. You just cannot get up without exposing a buttock because you've sort of lost your pants on the way down, and you would have come. F- no, no, I wear a belt. What with your swimmers? Mate, I'm telling you, my, 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 I go that fast. I, I needed a belt, and that was the caution and the deal that I come to with Wet and Wild that I'd wear the belt. Now, listen, get on to more topics. One of your topics you want to talk about this week uh, was fat golfers. Yeah, I reckon. I um, I was I've been watching a little bit of the golf highlights, trying to stay across everything's. Uh, yeah. Well, I watched last week, of course, the FedEx Cup. And, uh, Jordan uh, Jordan Spieth obviously finished, goes from first back to second. Um, uh, the young kid Schlafel, who won, but he didn't get high enough. And who won the twelve million? The other bloke. Um, Come on, I don't know, the other bloke. I, I, I'm not, I don't look for the winners, Richie. I look for the participants. It's not all about winning. He, he is Jordan Spieth's best mate. Um, Oh, yeah, they grew up together. That's right. Uh, I'll remember in a moment. Um, oh, give me an initial, first initial, then I'll remember. Come on, give me some. JT. JT. Jeffrey Tomlinson. No. That's Justin it. Thomas. Okay, but so. Anyway, he, the, finished, he finished, uh, I think, 600. What did he finish? He uh, about six or 650 points in front of him. I'm going to give you some names, and I want you to tell me what they've got in common. John Daly. Yep. Craig, Craig Barry. Doesn't live far from me, champion yep. bloke. Uh, Peter Senior. Oh, he's a different he's Yeah, but, uh, yeah, those three blokes, apart from being golfers, uh, what have they got in common? Well, I was going to say overweight, no, but Peter Senior's he, he not in that category. So. He, lost a, he, he lost a bucket load of weight. Well, you've, you've left out the number one man. Who we got? The Walrus. Oh, yeah, Stadler. Craig okay, Craig Stadler. Stadler. All right. So obviously you're onto my onto my thread of what I'm thinking about. Back in the day, how many fat golfers did you used to see? Gave blokes who couldn't run or didn't want to run, uh, you know, couldn't sort of play tennis anymore, whatever. You could be a big fat heap and still be able to play golf, right? And now you can, but, but 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 that's like in every sport. You look back at AFL, you look back at rugby league, it, it, mate. They're, they're just such they're they're different uh, physiques, different physical specimens. Now everyone's fitted like they do the gym work. That's not just in golf; that's in every single but it sport. Led it. Oh, come on, but, but it, led, it. it led. It had more really seriously big blokes mate, than any other sport. No disrespect, like the, the great Dallas Donnelly, uh, who's uh, yeah. uh, most his far yes. rest in for the great Dallas man in, in rugby league circles. You know. Where would he play in rugby? No, he wouldn't play now. Mate, he wouldn't get a, it's a different. It's everyone's different now. You've got to be fit. You've got to be so much fitter now. But that's just in every sport. We're going to move on. I agree with you though. That it's obviously not just golf, but everything. Car parks. Here's yeah, this came from Twitter, mate. And this is from a Seinfeld. Who has precedent, the reverser or the bloke going in forward? Yeah, well, this came from Mister Ives off Twitter, and uh, I think it was prompted by. You're right. There was a Seinfeld episode, but I think it happened last night somewhere. I saw something on Twitter about it. So I think the rules are probably slightly different. If you're on a street, for example, um, and you just pull up and you've got your blinker on and you want to reverse in, I think the person reversing in always has right away if you're on a street. But surely the rules change a little bit once you get into an undercover car park, right, um, where it's just it's just any – it's open slather. You know, it's just you see a spot, you either dive in there nose first, reverse first. Where do you stand? 
Well, there's no doubt. I, I think in a car, but it depends. If you, if you just go past one car reversing in, bang, you got right away. But then again, if someone thinks they can go in uh, head first and 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 get the yeah. get in there, well, therefore, I think the bloke reversing is probably you know not as good a driver as he thinks he should have been. But uh, you can be rude in yeah, a car park. Yeah. First one with their first one with their nose Very, in, there, brother. What about? I- yeah, no, I own. think I agree with that. What about, though, when you are looking for a spot and there's just none, and then someone, which you didn't see, they've gone into their spot, which you didn't see, and then as you approach, they're doing the straighten up. So they sort of come out, right? They come out about a metre or so, and you think, oh, you beauty, I've got it, and then they just go straight back in. Like, there's got to be a word for that. It's premature evaluation, perhaps, that you've got the spot. If, if you want my pet hate about yeah. parking, it's how many... It's how many disabled stickers are given out. Yeah, well, that, yeah, without yeah, you know, mate. I, I see blokes get out of get out of cars and women as well parking disabled spots, and they and they get out doing star jumps. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a black market going on with that. I think that's fair to say. Oh, there's no doubt in the world. No doubt in the world. Like it's my mother-in-law. We used to take her, but we only ever used it when she because she was in the wheelchair. Now she's in a nursing home. We wouldn't dare use it. Yeah, you that. wouldn't. You're not that type of bloke. No, well, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't dare use it. You'd feel you'd feel embarrassed getting out of your car with a disabled sticker on it, and if, let alone parking in a disabled yeah, no, spot. That's, but but I think your point being that there seems to also be a massive amount of um, disabled spots to how many people you see that are disabled in the shops. If that makes sense, like you might see twenty people that are disabled, but if you went around the car park, there's probably about one hundred and sixty. Mate, spots. I went to a golf course uh, uh, three weeks ago. And the first twenty spots in the car park, twenty spots at this golf course, were disabled. Were yeah. disabled. No, I'm not being rude, but how many disabled golf? No, that's are my there? point. I mean, obviously they've got to have spots put aside. But can you? No, no. Can you ring Clovermore? Because I know you speak to her regularly, and, oh, don't and you go and have um, Chardonnays with her on Friday nights. Just when you're there tomorrow night, just have a bit of a word to her about it, mate. She probably Clovermore is it, it, all she does in charge of Sydney County is show why there's got to be more. more more things done to, to ruling councils with what with what they do. They're yeah, an embarrassment. All right, mate, what's next? Oh, this it's time for Dr. Richie. Time for Dr. Richie. Now <laughs> I love I love Twitter, as you know, and I think you do too. And you come across some real fair dinkum characters on it, and, and that's what's great about it. Uh, one of those characters who's come across my way, I don't want to name him, but his name's David Fitzgerald. And he he's a thirty five year old Did I call yeah, him Fitzy? Fitzy? He's a thirty five year old ex off spinner, right? Which Single ex-off spinner. So I'll just let the, let the fans think about that for a moment. And he seems to have significant issues, and I'm trying to um, – I've, in fact, taken him on as a protege. I'm trying to guide him, guide no, him through get, get life. The point okay. He has asked, Dear Richie, I was at the shopping centre yesterday, and I happened to see my sister's best friend's mum. I said hello to her, and we had some small chat. I could feel the connection. I know she's single, she knows I'm single, she's 55, I'm 35. Should I have a crack? 35, 55, yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Right. Yeah, yeah, Fitzy, no troubles there, brother. Obviously, um, I'd be doing my due diligence in relation to... uh, um, Previous misdemeanors. (laughs) Oh, just uh, if, if there's, uh, say, some financial oh, backing there. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be dating a 55. Without disrespect for you, 
Uh, and you probably, probably can't apply for this. We don't want to be dating someone twenty years older than you who's broken. What you think that you think, <laughs> think that's a passion killer or just a relationship killer, oh, mate? It, it, uh, uh, dating someone who's ten years younger than you is a cracking sword is broke. Well, that's a different matter. But an older woman who's broke, no, you got you got to look for a little bit of security there. No, but mate, there's no harm there. I'm only joking, obviously. No harm there whatsoever. Yeah. I don't see the issue. They're thirty five, fifty. We're grown up now. We've moved on. Yeah, so, but I, I think the thing I should add here is that has Fitzy ever been married, or has he no, lived in his mum's basement, basement most of his life, and he's still got his um signed uh, Greg Matthews poster on the wall. You know, it says, "Dear Fitzy, keep turning." <laughs> Love Mo, <laughs> and and uh, so yeah, no, he's never left home, and I don't think he's likely to leave home. So we've gone twenty years higher, so thirty five. We get to fifty five. Where do you think the acceptable age is lower, Richie? So if he's thirty five, right? Um, what do you think the acceptable age is for young lasses? Let's just say there's some poor young thing out there who wants to be taken under this bloke's wing. Let's just say that he does exist. What would you say is the acceptable age? So if I if, if I had my yeah, this daughter, this is what I do. I immediately go to that too. Yeah. So he's thirty five, right? Yeah. She he's thirty five. Mm. Yeah. She want to be she want to be minimum minimum twenty. Yeah. I was going to say twenty five, just round it up. I was about to say thirty, then I realised. Hang on, uh, my wife yeah. was thirty five. I was twenty nine. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you hate telling that story too, don't you? Fair dinkum. Have you? Do you have a? No, no, I, I remember when my, my wife met me. I was at the shots with mum in the pram. My wife was just losing the work. <laughs> she, she served you a donut, King. Your, your eyes met over a cinnamon donut and things have never been the same since. <laughs> but I was in a pram. She was finishing work. Right, so all from... in all, you're saying go for it. 20, uh, 35 v 55. Good luck, Fitzy. Move, move out of your mum's yeah, no, no. basement. Get a life. Yeah. But, don't, but don't be embarrassed when you're out in someone and, and – and, you ask for a table for two, and the bloke said, oh, for your mother and yourself. So don't be embarrassed when that happens, and that'll happen. And someone will say, hi, Fitzy, how are you? Oh, how are you? Is that Mr. Stewart? I've met you. No, it's not. This is my partner. So as long as he, you know, he's going to understand that. I was driving down to the, uh, I was driving down to Melbourne with my mother-in-law, Joycey, and, uh, who's 89, so it would have been seven years ago. She would have been, uh, she's 90, so been, she was 83. So I was in my late 30s. And I can tell you that we stopped at uh, a petrol station, uh, Holbrook, on the way down to have a sleep. And wait, she woke up and she wanted to go to the bath. I got the wheelchair out of the bathroom and I had the lady come out from behind the counter. This is three o'clock in the morning. And she says, oh, your mother might be more comfortable than the disabled toilet. I turned around, looked her in the eye. I said, my partner, if you don't mind. I took my mother-in-law into the bathroom, come back out. The lady had chocolates and flowers there and apologising. And I said, look, I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not offended. I said, sometimes you've got to think before you speak. We got back in the car. My mother-in-law's deaf. She said, what are those for? And I told her the story. I thought she was going to die there and then. She wanted to wake Kay up, my wife, at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, she laughed and laughed. Because Joyce is in wheelchair and a, and a, and a bigger lady. Is she a rat so, for you, did she? Oh, oh, is, Joy, is Joyce a rat for you? Oh, no. When, when, when I first started dating her daughter, uh, no rap at all. Uh, no, no. Thought I had too many opinions. Thought I spoke too much, and, and thought I was a little bit uh, uh, on the front yep. foot too much. And that's why she went. And that's uh, why they, she went deaf on purpose. Or is that why she no, can no longer hear? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you answered when I said what. No, now, oh mate, it didn't take long, and she fell yeah, in love right, with yeah. She's only human, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I've yeah. got to ask you. 
Grand final predictions quickly. And uh, anyway, AFL? A lot of emotion with the coach and everything that went on last year. Emotion takes you a long way in sport. They'll win. Yeah, you know what? Although Richmond remind me so much of the Western Bulldogs run last year, but I do. I think Adelaide have been just so dominant. Uh, I think they'll get the job done. NRL? NRL, I am going to stick to I mean, it's a silly thing to say, but I love Cinderella stories. I'm going to stick with the Cowboys with my uh, heart, but my head says Melbourne by 30. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, mate. I'll be I'll be cheering the Cowboys desperately, but yes, I'm you know tipping competition. I'm tipping the Melbourne Storm. Uh, listen, there's one yes. question for you. If you were going to have a Seinfeld yep. character, be the referee of the Grand Final NRL because it does make a difference. Okay, okay, NRL. Yes, I would take from the famous episode the librarian or the library, Mister Bookman, Mister yes. Bookman, who was the uh, librarian uh, detective, if you like, and he. You think it's funny, do you? You think it's a joke, yeah, do you? And he, ch- I tell you what it is, it's crime. <laughs> and he, he was chasing Jerry from a book that he borrowed in 1971. It was either the, tr- the book of Capricorn, cancer, Capricorn, or Cancer, Tropic of Cancer. So I'm going to say that anybody is that who's that officious and who uh, has so much respect for the law and seeking solace or seeking restitute after 30 years, Mister Joe Bookman, give him a whistle. Give him an OPSM yellow shirt. He's my man. On his own, too. No, no bunker. He just do it all on his own. No one else. Um, Who you got? Yeah, I'm just trying to think of his name. Um, Yevkasem. What, the soup Nazi? The soup Nazi. <laughs> Yevkasem. He, he would be my referee. Could you imagine Cameron Cook? Uh, Cameron Smith saying something to me. Hey, what's up for you? Back. Oh, he, he just put him straight back in the line. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he'd He's be my man. Right, very good, yeah? He'd be what my man. Yeah, or, or either him or Babu. No, Babu's too placid, mate. Look what Jerry did to him. Jerry, oh, right, right, right. But, but then if you got Babu offside like he did at the end. You're a very bad man, Mr. Jerry. Babu, Babu would get Very bad man. I'll tell you what, I'm going to finish our podcast with yes. two quotes. I saw two quotes on social media, and I'm not a quote man, as you know. But this one's for you. The world's problems will not be solved by arguing with strangers on Twitter. Okay, yeah. We'll, up, we'll update you when we have more on this story. Who <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to give uh, the, the credit to it? No. no, you're taking it. Righto, yeah. That's, yeah. This is the one that someone sent to me and that I like. It's funny how you can do nice things for people all the time and they just never notice. But once you make one mistake, it's never forgotten. You know who said that, don't you? Who? Fernley. Unbelievable. Duncan Fernley, the cricket bat maker. A lot of people don't. Mate, no, it was. No, bloody Duncan Fernley. No, you are fair no, kidding me. Mate, it, you say, it, it was said 4,000 years before no, in your no, dribbler. No. You just make things up no, back to cricket. He said it, mate. I'm telling no. you. He might have had his own little yeah, twist on it, Right. And I'll tell you another one. I've seen we're going to do quotes. I've got one for you. I think this was Abraham Lincoln. If I was given six hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend the first four hours sharpening my axe. How good's that? You wouldn't. You'd just get, not that you know what an axe looks like. You'd just get out there and start belting the Christ out of it. Paul Delaney said that. What? The one? 
Yeah, so, you know, oh, you may, he, he, he played soccer back in the 60s. So you're just giving it to Duncan Fernley. I'll give it to Paul Wall. Yeah. Paul Delaney. You're just an absolute gibber, mate. But don't try and give famous quotes attributed to the blokes that were born 4,000 years after it became famous. I just thought it was more relevant that I liked it than it came up this week. Listen. <laughs> it's always always a pleasure spending time with you. It really is. Have a lovely yeah, weekend, too. eh? Have a yeah, lovely yeah, week. That's Sparty. Five topics, five topics of life. Have you enjoyed it? Well, you've got problems. I'd see a psychiatrist immediately and check yourself in and put that white jacket on. Five Topics of Life with Richie or Sparty. You can get us on social media at Five Topics of Life or at Sparty Talkback, S-P-A-R-T-Y Talkback or at Richie, please. Until next time, I don't care what you do. Goodbye. Yeah.